On a warm Sunday evening on August 4th at precisely 9.45, 10 teams started picking players who could hopefully get them over the hump. Who would be this year's Saquon Barkley or Patrick Mahomes? Who would be breakout players? Would Todd Gurley shut up his naysayers? Could Antonio Brown stay on the field and stay out of trouble? And how about Le'Veon Bell? Then there were trades, great waiver wire picks, a little bit of luck on who to start versus who to bench. As weeks progressed, reality started setting in along with frustration and impatience. Even our reigning champ dealt with his ups and downs. Two teams who made last year's Final Four failed to make it this year, but that was good for a father-son combo who are now duking it out in the consolation round. Will Acme Pack be our repeat winner? And will his peers be saying dynasty after this week? Or can Mr. Wright somehow pull off a miracle? We'll know soon. While we're crowning a champion this weekend, don't forget everyone in Vietnam Nation is a winner. Always have, always will be. That's because behind every league owner is a great man, a man who will always do what's right when no one is looking. Jacob Stump, Joe Ryan Anderson, Chris Batts, J.B. Wagoner, Thomas Wagoner, Landon Ball, Drew Gandy, Anthony Miller. From this day to the ending of the world, but we in it shall be remembered. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers. Men, welcome to the final week of the season. Let's have some fun, and may our players make you proud. I'm G1, and I'm proud and thankful to be called your brother in the greatest fantasy football league in America. Boys, let's suit up, and let's sit back and listen to G1 and G2. Welcome to the Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, the two Gs, Mark and Drew. Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not we stay with them and we shut them down because we can. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. By the way, I put a mic in front of G2 and that was you. You kind of you kind of disguised your voice and that's you giving your speech to those in the final four. Is that right, G2? Yeah, yeah. Can I just say is there a tissue box? I think I want to cry. It's just so it's just so heartwarming. There, there is no crying in There's fantasy. no crying in fantasy football. What are you doing? Hey, my uh, my wife and I, we we were just Your wife? My I keep forgetting. Oh guys, this is weird. Your mother and I, my wife, I can say my wife. She's my, I, I, I love her. I just, so we were, we <laughs> were, glad. we were hanging out together <laughs> and, and we were watching a league of the, you know, I have never watched from beginning to end a league of their own. And of course, Tom Hanks, the, the, I think it was 
was she the right fielder, the left fielder? She kept missing the cutoff. <laughs> and so she comes in and he just lays into her and she starts crying. The lip starts quivering and he says, there There's is no, no crying, crying in baseball. baseball. And at the end in the game seven, uh, she, she threw, she she made an errant throw and she comes in and he's doing everything he can to say, can you next year work on your cutoff throws? And it was, he nailed it. So, so I actually haven't seen that all the way through. So what, what part did you find emotional? Oh, it was the whole thing. The whole the music, thing. the music, oh. the ambiance. Got me, got got me the feels, you know. You know, it took me about uh, a year, an hour. No, uh, uh, <laughs> well, if you think about it, it was a year in the, in the making. making. Yeah, but it took me about an hour to put that together, and it's still. I the one thing I hate about our podcast is when I put stuff together, I hear all of the imperfections. We are not professionals. But yet, I, I don't think anyone else hears it though, except Thomas, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, and he's he's a pro. But I just listen. I think, man, Mark, you're such an idiot. It's like you're you you screwed that part up. You messed that part up. I can't get the music just right. And we're not in a professional studio. We got you know we got limited uh, equipment. So, but anyway, that was fun uh, to put together. And, and of course, do you, you recognize the speech where that came from? The I movie? feel like an idiot because I know I. As soon as you say it, I'll be like, oh, duh. Uh, it'd be the Olympics, uh, the Miracle the, yes. the miracle on okay. Ice, the miracle okay. on, the, uh, Disney yeah. flick. Yeah. And, of course, the guy who played the coach uh, is amazing. It's fascinating. I think he, he, he looked like the coach, but he played in all those Disney movies yeah, yeah, yeah. for years, and now I'm having a senior moment. Of, I am too, because I've known his name until you brought it up. I think I think he's married to Goldie Hawn, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I'm an uh, idiot. How like, can I not think like of the said, name? Um, so we're, we're where's our research team? We're Who's supposed to provide answers for us, like at a moment's notice. Our crack staff. Hey, we do need to. Uh, we have a little chitter chatter going on, or supposed to. And first of all, can we talk about our professional football game that we went to? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. And, and isn't he married to Goldie Hawn? I don't know. I think their daughter is Carrie Russell, who's in one of your favorite movies, uh, The Four Feathers. Yeah, very good movie. I bet there are a lot of league owners who have never heard or watched The Four Feathers. Want to make a bet? Uh, I guarantee that a lot of people I've I've said, "Oh, I love that movie," and they're like, "What movie is that?" What movie? And by the way, James Horner did the music. We got Make the soundtrack. Rest in peace. And um, yeah, just this last year, I think, exactly. or this year. I bet JB would love that movie. I feel like he would be someone that maybe would have seen. He it. would be someone I would think that's seen it. Of course, he never listened to the show, so he he may not hear this. <laughs> right. So. Um, it, Again, the the pro football game we went to, we saw the Cardinals and the Rams with Go the Rams. with uh, Brock and and. Um, For those of you who don't know, that is my brother, and that would be my son, uh, too. Uh, do, <laughs> That's do we how get, it works. Do we get to talk about oh, who who is married to my? Who, <laughs> okay, from, okay, from our, yeah, okay, we're good. So, do we need to talk about where we sat? We sat just to the right. Of the fifty yard line, I was gonna um, say we're we're a little bit to the right of maybe already. around the twenty or thirty yard line. Twenty or third thirty. Seventeen, uh, 17 rows up. 18. Not yeah, not too far up. So you could look down at the the players in the uh, on the sideline, see their names and numbers really easily. 
be like, oh, hey, there's Todd Gurley. Oh, there's there's a guy I, I got from Chris who's putting up more points than uh, than Alvin Kamara. Oh, smack talk, smack <laughs> talk. I like it. Uh, you know, someone asked, who were you pulling for? And I kept saying, <laughs> I kept saying, whoever had the ball. <laughs> I don't know why. Typical fantasy owner. You don't care about actual football. You just like want to see points. When, when the Cardinals had it, when the Big Red had it, I wanted them to, to score. When, when the Rams had it, it's like I wanted them to score. So I, it, it was a fun game. It was, Even, great. It was a little bit lopsided, but it was still a little bit. Uh, so good. And I was, w- was it a full, not quite a full house, but quite a few people there. It was, yeah. For a team not performing very well. And um, so anyway, that, that was a great trip. And we are already thinking about next year. Uh, games will go to uh, next year. Um, let's talk a little bit about fantasy football. So obviously we, you know, we talked, you know, at the intro, we had the, we had the Kurt Russell speech. And just a little bit, was it a little bit of a letdown uh, in the championship round? It was, yeah, there wasn't really a whole lot of closeness, at least in the, certainly in the top uh, group. I mean, Chris is 30, 40, 50. He's over 40 points ahead of Joe Ryan right now. So, yikes. Chris Uh, coming in clutch. And do we need to talk about the loser? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to JB. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. let's hold back on JB and Thomas yeah. in a few minutes because we will have a reason to bring them up. That's right. Uh, do we want to talk about the loser's yeah, bracket? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty important because the winner of the loser's <laughs> bracket gets a $100 gift card. Now, I, let's see how what kind of hearts the men have in, in, the, in the winner's bracket because... You've got five hundred dollars. Whoever wins, money going in their name, the league, uh, to Whetstone Boys Ranch. So, right. so I hope no one's thinking, "Man, I wish I had the hundred dollars." <laughs> wish I was in the losers bracket <laughs> where I could actually make some real money. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I just needed to make it interesting, yeah. and and so we had. By the way, not everyone emailed back. I mean, Anthony said, "I'm in." <laughs> and I think Dylan said, "Can I be in?" <laughs> yeah. And of course, Drew says, "I'm in." <laughs> Um, so, um, and by the way, it's, it's in, in terms of that hundred dollars, again, we're, I was trying to make it interesting. You know, this is something normally the commish would do. Yeah. <laughs> so where's I, the money at? I, I pretended, I pretended Gosh. like I'm the commish to make it interesting in the loser's bracket, which by the way, we're all winners, right? If you were, yeah. if you weren't sleeping during the intro, but Anthony, look at this. He has. First three games, 427 points. And Drew has 421. 5.3 points separate you two. I'm gunning for you, Miller. Yeah. And by the way, Anthony, well, I can't give it away. I can't say what I wanted to say. I need to hold it back for our next segment, which is I got to, I'm trying to stall. I'm stalling because I'm looking at my music board. I need to hit the right button to get this teed up we are uh yeah i'm gonna bring the volume down just a little bit and it's now time for the lump of coal awards and i'm going to turn it over to my favorite and best partner in the world g2 again it's called the lump of coal awards they need no description you guys know what coal is it's that time of year you guys are not getting presents so i'm going to start off with 
MLB. Oh. <laughs> I am laughing so hard. My sides hurt. Why is the worst team in the league history working the waiver wire in the last week in the consolation bracket for the next to last place position? I'm trying. You get a lot of coal. I'm trying. Next up, we have Landon. 108. That's your best effort against me? Oh, oh my gosh. Scared Ooh. to death over here. You get a lump of coal. You got to take that, Landon. <laughs> Next, we have Stump. Jake. You let MLB outscore you? The sky is falling. What is wrong with you? That's You mean. get a lump of coal. That's mean. All right, Chris. You get a lump of coal for scoring nearly 170 points when your running backs only gave you 21 points. That's sick. And none of those were from Todd Gurley. Oh! That's just not fair. You get a lump of coal. Yeah, he's a Grinch. Joe Ryan. Dude, you're a, you're a great kid. <laughs> you're, you're just a great kid. But why are you still carrying that sleazebag Antonio Brown on your team? You get a freaking lump of coal, bro. Oh. JB. How do I say this nicely? You fool! You only scored 196.6 points when you could have easily had 200. You played the Jags for your defense. Yeah, it's a lump of coal, bro. You offended him. Next, we have Thomas. Mike Evans. Do I need to say anything more? Thomas, you get a, f ah, you get a lump of coal. That's all I can say, man. You are now taking JB's advice on starting players who are not in Ooh, your lineup. Ooh, ouch, ouch. Dylan, come on, Dylan. The 49ers have 13 options at that running back position, and you're playing Tevin Coleman? Dude, that's a lump of coal for you. Oh. And last, Anthony, you sat the Patriots instead of playing the Chiefs. You're killing me. Do you want me to beat you? <laughs> you get a lump of big, you get a very big lump of coal, sir. Wait a minute. You said last. Last. Yeah, you said last. Oh, there's one more, <laughs> I guess. Uh, Drew, Cooper scored three points. You could have played Tyler Lockett at 26 points. You idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I am, I am an idiot. And even Carlos Hyde could have been in your flex. He had 16 points. Yeah, I could have I could have scored 180 plus points. So I'm an idiot. You don't get I deserve coal. You don't get one. You don't get two. You get three lumps of coal. Give me all the coal. Give me all the coal. I deserve all of it. Give me the coal. Wow. Boy, you are mean. We saw a side of you I've never seen before. You, uh, you all hate mail can be directed towards <laughs> Mark at G3CFO.com. That's, that's, that's mean. <laughs> well, moving right along, moving right along, have you ever heard of the TV show, The Family Feud? Yes, I have. My mom, that my, now am I supposed to say, <laughs> my mom, your grandmother, your grandmother liked Family Feud because Richard Dawson. I I thought this was. Creepy. I don't even know who that is. He, he used to be. He used to be one of the main guys in Hogan's Heroes. Oh, okay. And so he was the MC, and he would kiss every lady on the lips. Everyone. <laughs> I just that was, that was just wow. Dumb. How did he get away with that? I don't. They just. And, I don't think that'd be allowed. And no one, no one ever complained. Well, yeah, of course they didn't. 
So, and he did it for years. I mean, like years and years and years. That's a lot of lifts. <laughs> that's a lot of lifts. <laughs> that's a lot of kissing. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, that's a lot of kissing. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, my mom, <laughs> that's why my mom liked the show. But anyway, Family Feud, we're going to play the G1 version of Family Feud, but we're only going to do one question. So... <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, the question is, the question is, I want to hear the most common names, last names in the Ooh. National Football League. And you can do up to five. So give me your five names. First one, I think, the classic last name that anyone can think of, Smith. I, get, I bet Smith is up there. Uh up there, that is correct. Um, let's see. Um, Wilson. Uh, Wilson is up there. Um, I'm just throwing a name out there. Evans. I don't know about. I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's one. That's one cross. That was that was a bad sound effect. I don't um, have that sound effect loaded. Sorry. Jed. Johnson, uh, that is. Oh yeah, uh, J- that's that, gotta that, be a lot of Johnsons. That is correct. That is correct. Um, two more. Gen- two more. I'm struggling for names here. Um, can I cheat and look at the list? You can cheat. How about Jones? Ooh, Jones. And then how about Brown? Uh, give me some Brown. Okay. By the that's, way, that's not racist though. I promise. Do you know how I came up? With, how I came up with a segment? Because last week I played John Brown and A.J. Brown. And I thought, no, that's interesting. Because I have such a great team. And, and I have so many cool things about my team. I just <laughs> thought, hey, that, that's where this, this show segment came up. So you pick five. Uh, by the way, my crack staff did some analytics. Oh, yeah. And by the way, you didn't say Williams. There are 25 Williams who play. Wow. And do you want to know who the top Williams is in the league? Mike Williams. Mike Williams and guess Diego. Who, and who does he? What what uh, league owner has him? Mm, Thomas. Uh, that's right. And you picked who's number two? You said Smith. So we have seventeen Smiths. That's number two. And Juju Smith Schuster. He is a top Smith, and he plays for. Uh, Team Stump. Correct. And then the third, looks like we have a tie for third. We have Johnson and Jones. Who's the top Johnson, do you think? David Johnson. We were just talking about him, so yep. easy to remember. He, he he was in your NFL league a few years ago yes. when a lot of us in the, in the same league as this one were uh, playing and you had him. I think he was your. Uh, he was my number one. He was your number one running man. He was awesome. I won that year. Uh, of course, Acme Pack. Yes, although yeah. you wouldn't even know it because he's been sitting on the bench. Been sitting on the bench, riding the bench. And then the other, the other fifteen names: Jones. The number one Jones is Aaron Jones for the Green Bay Packers. And you'd never guess what team he's on. Thomas, Thomas. I would guess. There, I there, there's a trend here. And you picked Wilson. 
who's the top Wilson in the league? Russell. And you've got him. And let's look at the top names. We already said Williams. That's number one. Jones and Johnson, they are next. Uh, We said Smith. That's actually number two. Johnson and Jones are then third. And then Brown is next, and John Brown has the top score. He's on my team. He has 207 points. It's pretty impressive. And then we got the Davis. Davis is a common name. There are 11 Davises in the league. Corey Davis is the number one Davis. Corey Davis, yeah. And you'd never guess what team he's on. Need to breeze again. Exactly. We have six mores. Six mores. Also Thomas. <laughs> DJ Moore. Uh, and, and then we've got, after that, we've got tied for last at least in this this group, Miller and Taylor. So you want to take a guess who the best Miller is? <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> Anthony Miller. He's having a breakout year, wouldn't yeah, you say? Not bad, yeah. And then Taylor, there are five Taylors. And then who's the top Taylor? You would never guess this. I know you're I, I, without at, looking at it, I would not have guessed it, no. Tyrod Taylor. And he, I had to, I thought, wait a minute, didn't he used to be a quarterback for? For the Bills. The Bills and, then, and the Browns. And then the Browns. Yeah. And he he's he's for I he think he started the season last year uh, for the Browns for the Browns and then he came out um, when uh, Baker um, when Baker then took over yeah I think the coach the the, yeah, the coaching change and then yeah. Baker starts and so he <laughs> that's the, if you're a Taylor you're not doing too well <laughs> because the top Taylor is Tyrod at six point two Bad so, last name to have in the NFL so he is a he is a backup obviously for. Uh, the so, Chargers. So what we learned from this is that Thomas has the most common, common names. names. So Thomas is the most basic fantasy owner out there. Just absolutely basic. See, Thomas Thomas should be doing the podcast because he's a commentator. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Commentator. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was funny? That was, pretty, that was pretty funny. Uh, that was a good one. <laughs> Thomas, if you're still listening, <laughs> even though you're playing not Mike Evans, I hope you're still <laughs> listening. Uh, did you hope you got that? I could just hear him laughing. Just, just, I mean, he just, <laughs> he just, he just blew a gasket. So okay, we so we we've done common last names, and it's now time for our next to last segment. And we we were talking before the show. We've done some pretty cool shows, some pretty cool segments, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what episode it was, but we did a a four or five-minute segment on certain rules that would be interesting. And we weren't saying we wanted these rules. We just were just – I like asking you questions. One of the reasons we started the podcast last year is so me, the idiot, could ask you questions and – learn and so that was kind of what that segment was about it was not to uh pick on thomas or say hey we need to do that we were just it was we were it was fascinating talk well i found it interesting maybe matthew berry listens to our podcast you think i bet he does oh i would guarantee he's he's got it we're all the rage so uh everybody except for maybe jb reads Matthew's love-hate column that comes out. Is it on Wednesdays or Thursdays it comes Every out? Every Thursday, early afternoon. So 
as he, he he has what I call his monologue, essentially. And so he, I think he tweeted a question about, first of all, he says not it's not too early to start thinking about next year. And then he said, maybe think about rule changes for your league. And I really enjoyed this because it made me think of our show uh, several right. weeks ago back in September. So... So what he did, he, he said, here's some ultimate fantasy football rules if you've not read it. And even, even if you had, I want to just question uh, G2 about some of these things. Uh, one of my CFOs that I work with, uh, Trevor Monig at PFS Brands, uh, he see, he keeps saying, Mark, are you all doing auction? Are you doing auction for your draft? He says, Mark, you got to do it. You got to do it. And it's like, you know, it makes sense. So number one, he says, you've got to do an auction your draft what's your opinion of that i completely like the auction draft however however because we have a dynasty league i like the format that we have because it's like you know the actual nfl where the worst team gets the first pick and so on and so forth so for our dynasty league i actually do like the setup that's just my opinion it may not be the opinion of everyone but i do like how it is currently i didn't good point that's a good now for redraft leagues Give me that auction draft. I think it's. I think it's a great idea. What about waiver wire? Uh, I think, think. I think it's worth. It's worth uh, really discussing as far as waiver wire goes. I think that'd be very in- interesting. Now, one thing I would like for the waiver wire. Now, you may disagree with this, but I think if you are the worst team, the waiver wire pick is whoever the worst team is. Now, I'm being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could uh, benefit yeah. the, uh, the worst I, team. Who I, w- is, uh, I would have had Darren Waller. Well, we yeah. want parity, don't we, or not? <laughs> and that's how some leagues do that. The NFL league, the standard uh, waiver wire is the worst team gets the first pick. Major League Baseball. Week. If someone is someone is put on waivers, uh, it starts with the worst team and works their way up. So, I mean, you've got a precedent, a precedent there. What about no kickers? What's your thoughts on no kickers? I think it's not a bad idea, and I know he talks about this, how the scoring could be so random, and you can, you know, just suddenly have a kicker have 17 points, and then other games will have, like, three. He and al- really, it can change the course of your game when really it's just a kicker, and it's just a random spot. He also went off on, you get extra points if you hit it over. Yeah. Th- I mean, it's three, three points. points. It's three it's points. points. It's three points. And I get, I mean, the idea is it rewards someone who, who has a higher degree right. of difficulty kick. I get it. I think it'd be hard to get rid of them just because we're so used to having a kicker and, for instance, a defense, which he also which he also talks tradition, about. Tradition, tradition. Yeah, that that would be tough to get away from. No defense, no defense. It's kind of same thought there. It'd be hard. It, it would be hard to get away from it, but I don't think it's the worst idea because it, it is the the most random of points that you're going to get. You know, between your kicker and your defense. In the original show or our show that we talked about this, we talked about an extra, I think playing two quarterback league, uh, he brought up the super flex and he defines the super flex as one QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, and then four flex positions where one of those not required, but one could be a quarterback. You like that idea? I mean, it's interesting. And if you're going along with the no kicker and no defense, you know, you're basically trading those spots for skill spots. Right. And, and so it's, it's a little more of a, of a lineup. And of course, you know, decision. Chris is licking his chops. Yeah. I mean, Can his, I play more players from my bench? His bench is better than my team. I mean, like by by multiples. <laughs> um, 
in-game scoring six points for a touchdown pass. You've got mixed feelings about that. Yeah, because I've been in leagues in the past where six points for a, for a quarterback really added up. I, I can I remember all those Peyton Manning games when he put up you yeah. know five touchdowns, six, seven touchdowns even, and he'd have 50, 60 points, and that's no joke. That was that was maybe with some bonuses getting you know the three hundred yard mark and and so on, but still I think it inflates the quarterback stats a little bit too much. Now I think Matthew Barry's argument is that quarterbacks are undervalued right now, and and he wants that to change a little bit. But I'm not a super fan of it. You also like the idea of earning a point for a defensive uh, pass. I like that a lot because you think about you know in an actual game. When a wide receiver causes someone to cut to you know commit you know uh, uh, a penalty on them in in the play, you know that's that's a skill in itself. They were open, had a good opportunity to make that catch, and so the defender had to make that play to keep him from catching it. So I I like the idea. I love this rule. Quarterback kneel downs don't count toward <laughs> rushing yeah. yards. Has anyone ever lost a game? Yeah, I, well, I specifically remember in one of Matthew Berry's articles that talked about kind of worst, um, you know, game-changing plays. And one of them, it was a play where Aaron Rodgers, I don't know how many years ago was it was, but he kneeled down in a game and it lost someone's season, I think. It, it, it was at least a game, but it might have been actually like they're lo- losing their season because they went down, you know, a point. The other format that he brings up, and we brought this up, as well, the schedule format should be treated like two games a week. So in your head-to-head match, it's either a win or a loss. And then you also get a win if you finish in the upper half of the scoring. You get a loss if you fall in the lower half. So, for example, if you had the top score, you're going to be 2-0 and in week number one. If you win, but you're in the lower half, you'd be 1-1. One and one. And so, do you do you like that concept? I think it's, I've never even heard of that of that as an option. I think it's kind of interesting. It gives it a little, you know, more more uh, uh, meaning to scoring a lot of points. Even if you do lose, you can still get you get a quote unquote win for that. And, and it's so, and and I and it still puts an emphasis on the head-to-head matchup because yes. there's excitement there. Yes. So you're not taking away from yeah. it. So it's not like a total. It's not a you know total. No. Uh, wow, man, my words are struggling right now. Um, it's not a total like rotisserie league, but it, you it is uh you know a little bit of both there. And I'm I'm not going to read the rest of these, but there's one that you really liked as well. The team with the highest amount of points who didn't finish in the top four would still yes. get into the playoffs. Yes. Fair or unfair? I think it's fair. You have to, you know, cons- talk about, you know, well, who that then is that kicking out? But if you just think about it in, in general, you know, you you have those seasons where, oh, I put up all these points and I was one of the highest scorers in the league, but I still didn't make the playoffs? Come on. And so it, you know, gets rid of that that situation happening. You know, you get rewarded for having all those points and you can – you know, take advantage of it in the playoffs. Probably if you played that schedule where each game was two games a week, you'd probably would be in. So yeah. if, if you didn't do that, then that's where th- yeah, this, this rule would come in to, to play. So if you've not read the article, it, it we'll, we'll have it in the show notes where you can, there'll be a link to it. And uh, again, great 
great article and very well thought. Everything he writes, I just find it um, great writing, excellent writing. So we are in the final, this is the very final pick'em, uh, Drew's picks. So is this, are, are you a little sad about this? That's or? okay. <clears throat> it's all right. So let's. Is what it is. Let's, let's get this. All right, to start off up. in a game that does not matter for much at all. <laughs> <laughs> Team stuff and MLB baseball. It's so mean. You know, I I like your your rookie players. They've been giving you a little bit of, of, of points. So with the right setup and the right amount of luck, I think you might be able to pull this one off and get luck. the win uh, against Stump, at least in, no this, in this matchup. There's no luck in <laughs> fantasy football. None at all. None at all. It's given it to you. Uh, moving on to uh, Team Miller and uh, and Dylan's hot yoga class. I'm gonna go with Team Miller here. He's been on a big hot streak this whole playoffs. Uh, his, his guys are playing well. I would suggest. You know what? I'm not gonna make any suggestions <laughs> because when I do that, he gets points and he's gonna beat me. So I'm not gonna make any suggestions at all. Team Miller, I'm still going with your with your team with the win here. I'll just go with that. Uh, moving on to uh, my team against uh, against Landon. Very similar projection here, so it could really go either way. Um, I like my guys, but they've been putting up a lot of points. I'm going to go with my team, not because I'm biased. Well, maybe it is because I'm biased. Maybe it is. Whatever. I'm going now, with my team here. Now, keep in mind, you're really calling it. It's 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 for the two weeks, yeah. right? Yeah, which also gives me, a, obviously, uh, I think I'm gonna, definitely going to win that because yep. I'm up by you know 53 points. Um, moving on to the games that actually have... You know, more meaning than just getting a $100 gift card. <laughs> uh, so for third place, Deflator and Need Breeze. Here's the deal. Thomas has Mike Evans in his lineup. So no offense, but I think he's not even setting his lineup. So I'm going to go with JB here, who apparently seems to care because he has been setting his lineup and he's been putting up a lot of points. Obviously, he put up 196 last week. He's making a statement. Yes, sir. And moving on to the championship game. Unfortunately for Joe Ryan... Since Chris put up 166 points last week, there is it's it's a very small chance that Joe Ryan could be able to come back. He'd need a lot of players on Chris's team to to put up duds, get hurt, whatever it may be. You know, maybe if if Chris had Todd Gurley, he'd for sure win. Oh, you gonna take that, Chris? <laughs> but I think he's still gonna win. <laughs> you know, here's the way to look at it. What are the odds? What are the odds of Joe Ryan scoring 166? And Chris scoring 123. I mean, just flip just flop those it. scores. Is that possible? Don't forget, Joe Ryan's got that deadly one two punch. He does. Um, and Chris does not have Cook this week, so that could be interesting. But he's got he's, oh, he's got him have the perfect setup. His wide receivers are just lights out. Yeah. Michael Thomas. Oh my gosh! It helps when your quarterback breaks a NFL record for uh, what ac- now, accuracy for the for the. Uh, in a single game. Yeah, I've got a really good crack staff. So, Drew Brees, is he at home or away? Oh, that's a good He's a, question. Uh, I, oh, I, I already know the answer. He's away. He's away at Tennessee. Now, is he under the dome or outside? Outside, but Tennessee weather can you know be pretty mild. But, statistically, how has Drew Brees been yeah. playing the last three years? Yeah, a lot better in a dome. Away. A lot better in a dome. So, there's no guarantees that... That one-two punch between him and Michael Thomas will be it's true. big points. So, it is true. So the question is, does Thomas get 30 points, 30-plus 30 points like he did last last week? 
So I, I'm just saying, anything, if there's anything we've learned in this league, anything can happen. Anything. Even the can worst happen. team in the league can put up big points. Uh, I mean, there. Chris put up a couple of duds, and yeah. and so Joe Ryan, you do definitely have a chance for not counting you completely out. Right. Right. Make it an in- interesting week for us. And, and Chris, Chris, when we say you put up a couple of duds, we're not saying we're not talking about you. It's just we're talking about when you played players. Me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not with the players who didn't show up. I mean, JB had weeks, a couple of weeks where he put up 200 points, and the next week he, like, fell off the face of the earth. Right. And it's just, that's just the way it's been. And then you look at me, who's had a few 100-point uh, games, and that just goes to prove anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, it's been an interesting year. Um, we do have one more show next week. We interviewed... Uh, Brandon Maxwell, and that was a great interview, and we did that, I, th- I want to say, a couple of weeks ago, so that will be on the air next week, so I don't know if we're going to have any more shows between us two this year. Uh, we'll play it by ear. Yep. We'll, we'll know by next week. So, anyway, it's been fun this year. We we gave it our best, and, um, and like I said, it was fun, wasn't it? Absolutely. Great year. So good luck, uh, boys. Um, let's let's give it our best. Um, gosh, I don't know what else to to add or say. I'm getting that gift card. That's all I got to say. All right. <laughs> hey, well, good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to Vietnam Fantasy Football Talk with the two G's, Mark and Drew.